Our priest is a dying man. The dying men, women, youth. And I will preach as though I will never preach again. So God, God has his reasons for why he saves us in stages. Sanctifies us slowly, makes us fill up every day at his pump. Lest we forget where the gas comes from. Welcome to Follow Me to Heaven, where God's Word is truth and your questions matter. I'm your host, Jonathan Romero, and today we're going to go through Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to go all the way to the end of that chapter and go into verses, well, go into verse 1 of chapter 4. So we're going to be reading verses 18 through chapter 4, verse 1. Now, just to give a quick recap of what we were talking about, we were talking about um, the rules for the Christian household, right? What God has set in place and how we are to be or act in our household or house, right? And why? The wives, they're called to submit to their husbands. And again, these we, we must remember that Paul is writing to Christians, right? So these believing wives are submitting to their believing husbands. These are husbands who have been transformed and changed by Christ through the gospel, right? These are husbands who fear the Lord. So when God calls the wives to submit to their husband, this is the rule for the Christian household is that these believing wives are to submit to their believing husbands because their believing husbands fear the Lord and they want nothing but what is good for the wife. That's why the Lord says, as is fitting, and the Lord and husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them. So these believing husbands are to love their wives, not in a sense of, yeah, I love you, now go make me a sandwich. No, that's that's being harsh with them. You're being rude. Scripture says, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. But again, there are roles in the household, and it's clear here that the husband is the head of the wife, just as Christ is the head of the church, right? And then we get to verse 20, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. And this is what we're going to start getting into today. We're going to get into verse 20 all the way on until chapter 4, verse 1. So this is what it says. I'm going to read from verse 18. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing 
that you also have a master in heaven. So going back to verse 20, right? It says, children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. So children in this context is referring to those who still live under the roof of their parents. Thus, being under their authority, right? This is referring to those children who are still living in their household. So they are under the authority of their parents. One thing that we notice here in verse 20, it says, obey your parents in everything, right? Obedience is an interesting thing here because uh, we must remember Paul is writing these instructions to Christians. So the obedience of the children is modeled by the obedience of their parents to the father who is in heaven. So that is one perspective to look at this and say, and even examine yourself as a parent, Am I being obedient to my Father who is in heaven? Or am I not? And how are you to expect your children uh, to give you that same in return, right? They must understand and see their parents actually fear the Lord. They obey God, and there is joy in that. They see the joy in that. Why is that? Because there is joy when it comes to serving the Lord and worshiping God and praising God, right? Um, setting God aside as holy because He is holy, right? He is first in everything. So p- children see this and watch their parents. And here it's in context of believing parents. So of course these children are going to follow along. They want to be like their parents. And what better way than you to emulate that obedience through your obedience to the Father? The parents must give this example through their life devotion of obedience to God. Right? Whether that is through uh, prayer, that is through devotionals, even catechism. Right? That's a good way to teach your children simple truths about God. And how that is our firm foundation. We truly believe that God is one because scripture says God is one. But we also believe that the Father who is in heaven is God. We believe that the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the word mentioned by John, is also God, right? Because he says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. If you continue on, verse 14, it talks about the word taken on flesh, speaking of Christ. And then the Holy Spirit is mentioned as the Spirit of God. It's God. So, not only do I believe that God is one, as Scripture says, I do believe that within that one Godhead, there are three persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that is one example of uh, catechism. And this is a tool that can be used and is helpful to your children. So when they get grow older, they know how to answer that question. Well, then who is God? Well, if you remember back in your catechism days when you were growing up, if you taught, if your parents taught you well, um, you would be able to answer that question correctly. You would be able to answer that question without hesitation or even trying to figure out what the answer is. Why? Because you have been trained, you have been catechized. 
but catechism um, can be used the wrongly as well. So we must properly catechize um, our children. And how to do that is basing that catechism on Scripture, having Scripture references explaining why you believe what you believe. Why do you believe that God is one? Why do you believe that Jesus Christ is God? Why do you believe the Holy Spirit is God? Why do you believe the Father who is in heaven is God? Right? It's told in Scripture. We must back up uh, what we are teaching our children as well. <clears throat> so that is one way to do it. And again, through your obedience, so I'm speaking to the parents, to, through your obedience to the Father, your children uh, will follow along because Scripture says to train up your children in a way, and when they grow older, they will not depart from it. Now, let me ask you the question. Do you believe that? It's God's word, and it's, it's in there. He said it. You see, these questions we must ask ourselves, examine, uh, do we really believe what God has said in his word? So when we run into it, then we must trust that God will bring that about. So we must recognize that these children are following their parents. They are to obey their parents in everything. And then why, right? It says, for this pleases the Lord. So not only they are to do that out of obedience to their parents or out of obedience to their authority in the household, but... It pleases the Lord. It brings God glory to see children obeying their parents. So that's another thing to recognize and see in this passage, that the Lord is pleased by children who obey their parents. And again, if we look back at the Ten Commandments, one of them, commandment number five, it says what? Honor your father and mother. Honor them. And one way to honor your parents is to obey them, right? And then we get to verse 21. Uh, and this is interesting because some parents try to justify um, anything and everything they say to their children to obey because it says children obey your parents and everything. But they leave off verse 21, and I'm not saying all, I'm saying that there are some who are corrupt in their thinking and they do not continue to read. Because if you continue to read verse 21, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. That is interesting. And here, when it says fathers, it's speaking of both, uh, both parents, the father and the mother. It's just putting it together in plural form, fathers. Um, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. So not only are you called, um, or are children called to obey their parents, but parents also on the flip side are to not provoke your children. And actually in Ephesians, um, we are told, um, it kind of explains it a little bit better. It says, um... 
verse 4 of Ephesians chapter 6. It says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. We're cross-referencing uh, two portions of Scripture, and we are seeing what it means to not provoke your children. Because Paul be gets explicit in Ephesians, and he says to anger. Fathers are not to provoke your children to anger. In Scripture, God tells us, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So there's a proper way to come about the discipline of the children. It says, in the discipline and instruction of who? Of the Lord. Not your instruction, but God's instruction. So there's a proper way to discipline and to instruct children. And that's on the basis of the Lord. Right? And that's why scripture tells us, do not provoke your children. This is why. Because they will become discouraged. They will come to anger, scripture says. But instead, there's a proper way to do it. And it says in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now let's go back to Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. It says, Bond servants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by a way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. So, you might ask yourself, well, there's no bond servants nowadays, right? There's no masters, right? Because Paul is speaking about slaves here. But what slaves? Right? Those who worked in the household of their masters. Right? Those who did the chores and all the above. But us, how can we apply this to us? Well, it can be properly applied to those who work in an environment where they have someone else above them, like a manager or even the store manager, right? They tell you what to do, you do that. Thus making you the what? The bond servant, right? The servant, the slave. And then th making them the master, the one who tells you what to do. So we can properly apply this to our work field. And it says bond servants or employees, Obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, or obey in everything those who are your employers. Not by a way of eye service. So again, our purpose to do these good things, to obey, is not to look good, right? As people pleasers. That's what scripture is saying. But with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. So, not by way of eye service, not by way of the external, but it says, but with sincerity of heart, what's internal, fearing the Lord. So because you fear the Lord, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters. And then he goes on and says in verse 23, whatever you do, work heartedly. Right? Out of your heart, with sincerity of heart. As for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. 
you are serving the Lord Christ. So ultimately, what Paul is saying here is that your devotion in doing well in your job is not to please uh, your employer. Instead, you're doing this because you fear the Lord, because you love God. That's the reason why. So we as Christians must be the best employees there could ever be. We're called to. We're called to be uh, the best. And again, not out of arrogance, right? Not out of, I'm trying to be the best. But here we're told, not by way of eye service, not as people pleasers, but with sincerity, sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. And whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord, not for men. So you're working unto the Lord. So when you work and you work hard, you're working hard for the Lord. And when you work and you don't work hard at all, then that goes to show your laziness to uh, your devotion to God, right? If you truly love God and fear the Lord, you will do as what God commands us here. And we are called to obey in everything. And then we get to verse 25. It says, For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there is no partiality. So what's being said there? We must understand that when we work, again, we work heartily for the Lord, not for men. Right? God is being glorified through our job that we do at our workplace. And here, Scripture is telling us, for the wrongdoer, the one who does not do well in these things, right, will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there is no partiality. So that is to say that God, he knows all. He sees all. Right? Again, we're, we're talking about God who knows every single strand of hair you have in your head. Right? Even the ones falling off. Scripture here is telling us that God will pay back for the wrongdoer will be paid back uh, for the wrong he has done. And this has nothing to do with blackmail. This has all to do with God's justice. And justice will be served. And it says there is no partiality. And then from there, we get to chapter 4 where it says, Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly. Well, how or where do we get that from? Well, from God, right? God is just. God is fair. He is the one who dictates how we are to treat each other. And God tells us right here in context, the masters, to treat your bondservants justly and fairly knowing that you also have a master in heaven. So even the masters here on earth have a heavenly master. And again, in context of Christians, these masters are God-fearing masters, which is why they're called to treat their bondservants justly and fairly. The ones who are not doing so um, and claim to be Christian, it just goes to show that they are not bearing good fruit they are not being uh, 
biblically faithful uh, because the Word of God tells us that the masters are to treat their bondservants justly and fairly, right, properly. And there's a reason for that because even they themselves have a master in heaven. So you, as the manager of whatever workplace you're working at, how are you treating your employees? Are you treating them out of respect? Are you treating them justly and fairly? Well, just remember that you also have a master in heaven. And I think this goes all the way back to the gospel, right? Recognizing the justice that God commenced on Christ, right? We deserved God's wrath, and yet Christ took our place. He was the propitiation for our sins. He took on the punishment we deserve. And instead of receiving God's justice, we received His mercy. So who are we to complain when things are not going our way? Right? You're not to respond in anger. Right? Instead, out of your fear to God, we must do what is right, what is correct. Masters, treat your bond servants justly and fairly. Right? Employers, uh, managers, Treat your employees justly and fairly. Um, fathers, parents, do not provoke your children to anger. Don't let them be discouraged, right? When you yell at them, but don't explain why. When you punish them, but don't explain why you're punishing them. It does no good for them. Instead, we must take it back to Scripture. We must take it back to God and why you do the things that you do, right? Ephesians explains to us that fathers, they must train their children in discipline, right? And instruction in the Lord. So there's a proper way uh, to come about disciplining your children. Children, those who have parents, obey them in everything, because that pleases the Lord. It brings God glory. Husbands, love your wives. Do not be harsh with them. This is God's command. And wives, submit to your husbands. Because that is fitting to the Lord, as Scripture says. This is Follow Me to Heaven with Jonathan Romero. <laughs>